0: Today's episode of Happy, Second Confused is sponsored by Howl.fm. Howl is a brand new app and website that changes the way you think about podcasts. It's basically like Netflix, but for podcasts. And with Howl Premium, you get exclusive access to dozens of original miniseries, audio documentaries, and comedy albums. Plus all the archives from WTF with Mark Marin, and Earwolf shows like Comedy Bang Bang and How Did This Get Made and happy second views. Plus, I should say, those mini-series, those original mini-series just on how are awesome. Things like Something Cool and Super Ego Forgotten Classics and the canon commentaries. And if that's not enough, guys, to celebrate the new year, the Howl team is organizing another giveaway for Earwolf fans and giving you the chance to win a two-night trip to LA for two, travel and accommodation included. Plus, during your visit, you're going to get a chance to visit the Earwolf Studios and sit in on a recording of an Earwolf show. Good news is this contest is open to all Howl Premium subscribers that are currently premium or in a free trial. So whether you're an Android user or iPhone or web user, you can participate. Plus, no purchases necessary. Must be 18 years of age or older and a legal resident of 48 contiguous US or DC. Go to contest.howl.fm to enter and get all the rules. Remember, With Howl, for only $4.99 a month, you get all the exclusive content you could want. Plus, with the promo code HAPPY, you get a full month of free trial. This is a done deal, guys. If you want premium podcast content, there's nothing better than what we've got for you at Howl. Go to the website right now, use the promo code HAPPY, and enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Happy, Sad, Confused. I am Josh Horowitz. This is a podcast, and I'm Josh. That's all I have to say Sammy. That's, that's my entire intro I'll week.
1: take it from here. Yeah.
0: What do we have to talk about this week? Oh, here's what we have to talk about, Sammy. Um, mm-hmm. My guest this week is Rob Cordry. That's C-O-R-D-D-R-Y. I say that because every time I would Google him for research, I, we get confused. Is it it's, two R's? Well, is it two that, D's?
1: That last, there's a lot of R's it's in confusing. There, It's confusing. Where there should be an E. There's an R, I think.
0: It's confusing. But no matter how you spell his name, He's a funny man. He is. He's a great man. Um, I, I love Rob Corddry. He is promoting the new season of Children's Hospital, which uh, just started uh, this past weekend on Adult Swim. Seventh season. Wow. Seven seasons in of a, of uh, Children's Hospital. One of my favorite shows. Uh, come on. They're like 12-minute episodes. They have amazing talent, amazing guest stars. It's silly good fun. You can't go wrong with it. I don't know why I'm selling it on you guys. Yeah, like, you listen to this podcast. You appreciate good things. We like it. Jenna likes it. Jenna's She's not being quiet the corner, in the corner. She's she nodding it. and saying something to me. I think that, <laughs> indicating that she likes it. Jenna's the
1: cap in the corner. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. So Rob came on to promote that. Um, some really fun stories with Rob. The last time I saw him was at Comic-Con in San Diego. And he has an amazing story that involves uh, illicit drug use and my interview with him. So there's a tease.
1: I want to know. I don't know this story. You're
0: going to have to listen to the actual interview of the podcast to find out. Um, Also, (laughs) also um, worth uh, noting, we talk a little bit about um, a aborted after hours sketch, a uh, sketch that Rob uh, filmed with us last year um, called Spoiler Assassin. I talk about it a little in the podcast, but just to give further context, it was a bit uh, where Rob played a guy that was – murdering celebrities who inadvertently give away too much of the plots of movies. Very funny sketch. Rob was amazing in it. Um, That will never be seen by anybody because uh, we felt that people would take offense to it given the horrible climate of uh, gun violence today. So there's a downer. (laughs) yeah. What? What do you got? Sam?
1: <laughs> I was just gonna say it's like <laughs> people were killing people that gave away spoilers. People might not be so upset about. I'm sorry, I wow. gotta go. Um, um, so
0: just that's just some context for what we're talking about there, um, and uh, also worth noting, he's in Ballers. Season two, alongside our good buddy, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. So um, Rob, always a very funny man, always a very busy man, um, and has some oh he has some amazing, some amazing stories, speaking of Dwayne Johnson, about uh, Michael Bay. They work together on Pain and Gain, and has some uh, funny uh, quotes that I mean, Michael... He
1: has like a long history so. with D the Rock J. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucky
1: guy! What, I mean, what, oh what a, what a charmed God. life.
0: Um, also charmed is my life, because as... As we tape this, I'm I'm packing up my bags, setting sail on an airplane <laughs> for Sundance. How my-
1: fun is Sundance? We're here at Sundance. What? No, we're not. There's Sammy. all the celebrities no. around. No. sadly,
0: Sammy couldn't join me this year in Sundance.
1: Yeah. Even, I feel like you probably should have paid from your own pocket to bring me out, because this intro would probably be a lot more authentic <laughs> if we were actually there.
0: Well, let me tell you, it's beautiful here, even though I'm not there yet. Uh, it's my 10th mm-hmm. Sundance. It's a great privilege to be able to go. Uh, I know how lucky I am. Hopefully I'm seeing some good movies. I'll report back what to you. What are you most excited about? Um... I'm excited about, well, if I've, I've learned one thing from attending Sundance over the years is, is expect the unexpected. No, truly, because uh, what looks good on paper often does not amount to much and vice the versa. Pits. Last year, frankly, I didn't end up seeing anything that was great, but I missed films like Brooklyn, which is now in the Oscar conversation. Um, other things I'm forgetting, but like the, I tend to like, I, you tend to miss the big stuff. If you're like me and, you, and you're and you wedded to some movies that you have to see based on interviews you're doing. So like this year we're interviewing um, Daniel Radcliffe for a cool movie called, Dan S- Dan Rad, uh, called Swiss Army Man, which I'm really excited about. It's him and Paul Dano and Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, so that one's high on my list. I'm seeing a movie opening night called um, Other People. Um, with Jesse Plemons and Maud Apatow, it's produced by uh, Adam Scott. Um, so yeah, there's another a bunch friend of, of the show, another friend of uh, a- of uh, After Hours after and hours. and uh, and the podcast. So yeah, hopefully this will be the year I see some good stuff. But yeah, I mean, over the years, I mean, I remember seeing I saw Boyhood there two years ago, 500 Days of Summer years and years ago. So um,
1: you're gonna you're gonna see good stuff. You're gonna look good. You got new boots. You're gonna not. Are a, we gonna that talk that making, about the I'm best? Not, you brought it up. I literally was not gonna well,
0: bring have, it up. Well, I have you know. I packed. I haven't officially packed at this moment, but I, I I have eyed what I'm going to be wearing, and there's nothing. I I think. Knock on something that is going to inspire Defense. your <laughs> ire. I mean, except for the the suit made of just swastika emblems. No, that no, but, but that at least
1: has like you know <laughs> a pattern. Statement. Yeah. yeah. No, no, yeah. No,
0: no. 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 egregiously bright colors. It's just it's just the usual Josh Horowitz kind of it's thing. Classic. Just like your normcore Josh Horowitz. Oh, you know. Look. Speaking of, of my horrible fashion sense, mm-hmm. I was I was uh, donating some clothing the other day, getting rid right, of some excess stuff. No, but the point is that. The person I was giving it to was looking through all the stuff, and he was like, uh, "I see a pattern here." <laughs> <laughs> He's basically like giving me shit for my my plaid ensemble. Wow,
1: real thankful gentleman, exactly. wasn't he?
0: Exactly. You're, you're gonna me- eat
1: good food.
0: It's going to be fun. No, I'm going to get sick. If it's any consolation to you guys, um, I'm going to be sick and miserable. It is a
1: consolation. That does make me feel better.
0: Um, But yeah, so I'll report back next week on all the Sundance happenings. It remains one of my favorite um, adventures every Bring us
1: a crazy party story. This Josh Harwood's uh, party story. That's not exactly me, but yes. um,
0: but I'll try to pop into one or two. And do, <laughs> and do you proud? Hey,
1: is this a party? Hey
0: guys, where's the um, uh, the wine do you, cooler section? Yeah,
1: Jenga. <laughs> I love Jenga.
0: <laughs> that's horrible. Um, it's always a cue to start the interview when we start doing stupid voices. Ugh. Yes. Uh, Enjoy this conversation with Rob Corddry. He's a super funny man and um, and a gentleman, even if he lacks hair on the top of his head. Let's wow. not hold that against him. And,
1: do, you got to hit hot tub time machine.
0: Oh, we we, we hit it. We hit the HTTM.
1: <laughs> At and the and HTTM
0: two? too. Yeah, yeah. Again, talking about Adam Scott and what he did to HTTM too. Uh, stay tuned. Ooh. Yes. Enjoy this conversation with Rob Corddry. Bye. We're joining Rob Corddry post-urination. Uh, there's your microphone. It's a sagging, sad Damn. microphone. I'm sorry, Rob.
1: Oh, God. This microphone is t- terrible. No, no. Don't be like that. Uh, don't touch it. Okay. Oh, uh, it's all I can do to not walk out. You did it. You're still here. Okay. Just don't touch it. Oh, it,
0: what, you need my help? It's falling. It's, um,
1: The listeners, if we're on we're and, on, and we're going, on. the listeners, if it was a very funny bit of physical comedy there <laughs> that you missed. Um... Thanks for the shitty microphone. Shitty mic. Listen, I'd give myself the good one too. Yeah, it's your show.
0: It's my show. Um, it's good to see you, Rob. Is it's great me? to see you. This is uh, not even a tradition. This one. This is like I feel like we see each other to annual tradition. See Comic Con. Uh-huh. Comic Conning. Yeah. Um, had a great um, time with you this Comic Con. Um, I have to say, wait. I, I feel like I, I owe you an apology. I owe you an apology, Rob. Okay. You ready? Go ahead. To receive this. Yeah. Okay. Always. I don't know if you heard through the grapevine. So, we did a really great sketch, you and I. And I don't know if you Oh, was that killed? It wasn't killed. I figured it was killed. It wasn't killed because of quality. Can you guess? Well, what? no. <laughs> I'm, you know, go give it to me straight. It I'm was great my, with rejection. It, it was my fault. This is totally oh, on me. Yeah. Um, because of my stupid idea the initial idea was we did a sketch that i'm very proud of that you killed in fun. metaphorically a fun day. Um, uh, about a spoiler assassin a, the guy that that right. that that is um murdering the people that um that spoil movies at junkets and stuff like that yeah i perhaps was not Sensitive to the current environment, and what what ended up happening in the ensuing months was there have been there have been a lot of sad real life events in in in, in terms of shootings. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> laugh away, laugh away. It's very uncomfortable. Oh, so, did you get a talking to? Well, we made it. We made a group decision looking at the footage, <laughs> which was very funny. But uh, basically, it's you with a rifle for the entire yep. sketch. Yep. <laughs> totally well, hold on let me let me work this out wow well, this microphone is really okay. like say it's ah, fucked up no, no. Ow. Ah. all
1: right look i don't have to put it right in front of my you no. don't have yours right is this good no, that's
0: fine that's fine. what are how are my levels Your. how are my levels perfect great all right so i want to apologize because it wasn't your fault apology it was a, accepted. It was a bad idea clearly Bad bad timing. Let's chalk it up to Let's bad timing. Let's chalk it up to bad timing. Um,
1: I've I've uh, written a lot of stuff in my day that should not have been written, <laughs> perhaps, uh, and did not see the light of day. So oh.
0: I sympathize with you. Okay. I just didn't feel like I wanted you to know uh, that it was on us, not Listen, on you.
1: That, that probably wasn't going to be the video that was going to make or break me anyway. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's true. Um well you were saying, so we had a good time at Comic Con. What were you going to we gonna talk about? Had about a I have a story for you.
1: Okay. So that day, yeah. you were my first interview of the day. Right. It was an early, you know, what, 10? Sure. Right, right. So um I have I'm a notoriously bad sleeper.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and I don't like taking ambient uh or st- other things like that, because I love taking ambient. <laughs> you know, and so I'd rather just learn how to sleep. Right. Um now I'm also really bad at smoking pot. I'm yes. really bad. I was great at it in
0: college. Meaning um the, not the actual smoking but the uh, you No,
1: know, that's I think anybody <laughs> could do that just I uh, uh, just uh, want to
0: clarify. Yeah, that's just here. you just practice okay, that. Okay, good, good,
1: good. Um, no, we uh I I uh I just get I get super paranoid, right? Super super paranoid. But i I've, I've always keep 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 at it, yeah. you know, because I really feel like I'm missing out. Yeah. Um. So I heard that you know a certain kind of weed, mm-hmm. uh, whatever THC, uh, gets you, uh, helps with sleep.
0: Nice. And I was like, yeah. oh my gosh,
1: I'm actually gonna go to this place, get my card. Right. I live in L.A. Sure. For actual medical reason, this is truly to help me sleep. Right. So I got it, and that. The night before our interview was my um, run first year. run, <laughs> and I took this stuff. It was like a gel, and it came in like a hypo uh, needle type of thing, and it was um, it's with CBD, okay, uh, which is supposed to be it's it's not psychoactive either. So I was just gonna fall asleep. My yeah. wife went out, hung out with a friend. I uh, took a little dot on my finger, ate it, <laughs> nothing. Watching TV. Fell asleep like a normal person, woke up at 3 a.m. tripping my socks off. <laughs> tripping my socks off. Like, freaking out. My wife was there. I woke her up. I'm like, hey, I'm not having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and she's talking me down. And I'm, she fell back asleep, and I'm that's it. I'm up. And I'm sitting there. I laid in bed, freaking out about my day. I had a full day of press.
0: I have to talk to Josh Horner. What's it seven hours? <laughs> what if I never? What
1: if I never come down? It was stuff like that. It was crazy. Par- I'm a bad person. <laughs> you know, I said this one thing to that guy last week, and he probably hates me. Like yeah, everything yeah, you do, yeah. and. Yeah, sure enough, I get up, did, I, did I your shower, kids try and
0: console you. Do you bring the kids? In there no, <laughs> no.
1: Oh my, I can't even imagine that nightmare. Um, and uh, we, I get downstairs, fully dressed, uh, prepared for MTV. Mm-hmm. My buddy Josh Horowitz. G- I tell my, my my publicist, I am uh, <laughs> baked out of my tits, <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. And we get there, and you, you helped me. Because you're a familiar face, I like you. I like talking to you,
0: and okay. I think I did okay. I, I have no, I have no negative memories of the. Interview. I was still tripping my socks
1: off, <laughs> and now. But here's one thing that happened, and yeah. it was re, it's really funny, and this is what kind of calmed me down for the rest of the day yeah. because I was tripping till you know early <laughs> afternoon. Um, you we were talking, had a great talk, and you all of a sudden oh, no. said, "You said, where did you go just then, Rob Corddry?" <laughs> And I was like, I paused and I was like, did I go So I must have I must have gone somewhere. But then I very analytically looked around the room and I said, well, where did I go? <laughs> I want to answer him. Oh, and there's a box of a equipment box over there that said, um, back pack, uh-huh. you know, for like mic packs sure. or something. Yeah. And I said, oh, I'm sorry. I was looking at that box over there. It says backpack. <laughs> <laughs> and you went, ah. Okay. Anyway, about Hot Tub Time Machine 2. And that's when I was like, oh my God, I can do anything. Yeah. I can do this. That's, but yeah. But it was so funny that I actually did have a stoner moment and you <laughs> called me out and somehow I recovered because my wife and publicist were like, oh no, this
0: that's is where it all falls so apart. Good. If you, uh, yeah, I am definitely going to dig up that tape and watch do it. it with the whole group, the MTV group, and we're going to have do a it. good time. Yeah. Break it we're down. we it. We're just going to see it. Break it oh, down. I would like to see it too. <laughs> Well, it just speaks to your mental faculties that even at your perhaps worst, (laughs) oh yeah, or or maybe it speaks to my mental faculties that I noticed nothing was awry except for that one moment. Apparently,
1: yeah, there there was there was a moment. (laughs) I would love to know what that moment looked like to you.
0: Um, Well, I uh, I feel like I have a new career as a drug counselor, as just talking people through just being you. Just being you. Just being. chill. Don't try. Yeah, you know,
1: but you will. You'll mess it up if you try. Yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you
0: do you tend to react uh, badly over the years to um, pharmaceuticals? To was this, this was an anomaly. This is a no,
1: no. I mean, no, no. It's oh, I looked that stuff up later. Yeah, it's what they give cancer patients <laughs> to be comfortable while they're dying. You know what I mean? It's like that's a serious mm.
0: shit. Mm. And
1: the woman at the. The dispensary yeah, was like. Did you go back there? Oh say- yeah, it's fine. It's cool. No, I haven't. No, touched. I gave it all away. I gave <laughs> like it away to my friend now? My friend Dirty Todd. <laughs> Dirty Todd will do anything. Yeah, yeah, he'll take it. <laughs>
0: Um, wow, that's that's amazing. Well, you're in better uh, shape today. Oh, yeah. Happy MLK Jr. today. Hey, same to you. Same, uh, we've um, Thank you. We've opened up the MTV offices. They're closed today in observance, mm-hmm. but we're working hard. Mm-hmm. We're working hard for the man.
1: Yeah. I'm going to celebrate later with the traditional pinata. Um, is that how you do it? And yeah, uh, uh, you have, you make a cake. Uh-huh. Um, What's the
0: cake like? What kind of cake? Well, there's
1: the little toy inside, and everybody's got to find the toy.
0: Yeah, you're not um,
1: well-versed in... Traditions, and uh, and then we we do the traditional uh, burning of the ceremonial tobacco. <laughs> um, That's just a Monday for you. That's the normal Monday tradition.
0: Yeah, it, uh,
1: luckily, uh, it falls on a
0: Monday. We're, we're always spreading the good word. Children's Hospital now entering its uh, seventy third season, seventh pretty, season, pretty close. Yeah. Congratulations! Thank man. you for uh, spreading the good word. Uh, you know, I'm always here there for you. This one is uh, something that I've always been a fan of, and uh, it's it's. I mean, I know it's crazy to you that you're seven in. How do you get to seven seasons of anything, let alone I know. this bizarre idea?
1: Yeah, well, people have been asking me that just now because seven is also that magic number in TV, right? Where things. I don't know, that's that's about the number where you either stop or you
0: you jump the shark.
1: Right. Um, but our show is, a, it's an absurd show. So yeah, the nature no, of
0: your show is kind of...
1: Yeah, we don't, we're not, we're not, there's nothing we're counting on to keep us relevant. It's really just like the funniest joke in the quickest amount of time. So that's just always a challenge and and we'll do the show for as long as we want to, or until someone tells us to stop. So still as much fun as the beginning? More fun, more fun. It gets more fun because uh, we, we've, we, you know, we, we're always fine tuning it. David Wayne and I are both kind of like uh, productivity nuts. Like we like these little apps and plugins that uh, (laughs) save you a second uh, of, of time. And, and so we're always trying to streamline the process and, and in our joke writing as well, and our storytelling—I think has gotten a lot better. You know, we're telling full stories right now, and have been for the last couple of seasons.
0: So, what is what do the scripts generally look? Do they look? Are, are they longer than a normal like what? It's ten or eleven minutes, right? Eleven a,
1: minutes, fifteen seconds. There,
0: there you go. Yeah. So, is it literally like an eleven-page script usually, or do they tend to go longer because they, they're pretty dense? They I mean, go
1: longer because we like to have some options to cut yeah. uh, some stuff. But our first drafts are usually like. Boy, it's like 17 to 18 pages. Yeah. And we get them um, down to about 15 in the second draft. And I'm comfortable with anywhere, like around 13, mm-hmm. probably 13, 14. We it, can shoot that.
0: It must make you like a very efficient, smarter writer just mm-hmm. to like master this kind of form because of yeah. how much you have to pack in to each episode.
1: It's definitely made me um, much a, a better storyteller. You know what I mean? Because. Yeah. We tell full, like, A, B, C, sometimes D stories (laughs) within, you know, in half the amount of time that network shows do. Uh, And it's just, it's all about efficiency. And it's also all about, like, uh, we used to be a parody of hospital shows. Now, if anything, we're sort of a parody or an homage to storytelling conventions and tropes. You know, things that, like, well, this is a common thing. This is a common trope in In this kind of comedy, uh, in this kind of TV show or movie, and you know the the normal viewer doesn't recognize that as being a trope. Right. It might not even recognize it, but we sort of underline it, and yeah. we're all like, you know what happens here, right? So right. we're going to skip all that nonsense and get to the good stuff, right? And they accept it because, and and probably even feel smarter themselves because right. they're like, oh, I recognize that storytelling device.
0: Well, I would also think that it's like both freeing as storytellers and also intimidating, and in that like you 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 can break format no matter like however you want. You can, as you say, kind of like ape another genre or do another genre mm-hmm. or go go anywhere virtually within budgetary restrictions yeah. that you want. And it seems like you have the free, creative freedom to do what you want. Yeah, totally. But, um, yeah. but is that blank page blank page and that that freedom sometimes a little like? Too much. like Sometimes yeah, you want sure, constraints. Sure. Like it's sometimes it's nice to have a format like, okay, there's always an A and B story. I'm always gonna tell this kind of an arc, mm-hmm. but yeah, really, none of I those know. rules apply, really. I know.
1: It's and pitching stories is yeah, at the at the very top of the process, it's 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 sometimes intimidating. You don't wanna do you don't wanna be like uh we have to outdo ourselves. Right. We have to go higher or bit we already did this, so we have to because that's what I think that's a trap that regular shows fall sure. into. And um, so so it's really just about like, well, what's a story? What, what's a story that we want to tell? Right. And start from there. Or we want to tell a story with these, char- like the behind the scenes characters. Right. Um, all we know is that it's going to be in black and white, <laughs> you know? So what, yeah. what's a cool way to do that that we haven't done before? And it's usually like, well, what
0: are we watching these days? What are we right. into these days? Let's do it like that. So what uh what can you tease in terms of what are you into these days that may appear in season seven that's: uh...
1: Oh in season seven, um, yeah, oh man, oh man. I uh, was very much into uh, the philosophy of um, reality, the uh, the um, the simulation hypothesis. Uh-huh. So it's uh it, it's silly. Right, and and we treat it as such, but it's really like worlds within worlds, and you know, it's that old thing like a kid will say, you know, oh my god, there, there's a, there could be a whole planet in right. this one molecule right. on a butterfly wing, man. <laughs> uh, so it's just that, like I sort of. Um, so it's just about like Playing with you know, levels of yeah, reality. Yeah. So there's and, one. There's there's our finale this year is a two parter. Nice. Um, and definitely we play a lot with that. It's really fun.
0: You mentioned like it, it's clearly gone it's a way big swing. You've gone way beyond like just parodying a Shonda Rhimes show. But at yeah. the same time, is there a badge of honor like we want to stay on the air longer than Grey's Anatomy, which seems to be indestructible? Also <laughs> at this point, is it still on
1: the air? It is. I have no idea.
0: <laughs> No idea.
1: I never even watched the show. I watched it over my wife's shoulder mm-hmm. and thought, "God, this is stupid." <laughs> um, you know, it's so. I appreciate yeah. how, like us, like they can't really jump the shark because right. they—that's their mo. Right. Um, so, you know, I. Uh, but, but. That's a really talk about like lack of ideas. Like we wouldn't, we we can't really. <laughs> David Wayne's never seen an episode or a second of it, <laughs> <laughs> you know. And I will for he has no interest, but I will forbid him to ever. <laughs> uh, but one hospital show, and I probably talked about this before, but one hospital show that I do still find some inspiration from is San Elsewhere.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You know, back, back in, in the, the day, 80s, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Because that was a show that like. They were messing with the conventions of the time as well. Right, pretty weird and
0: surreal. Right, uh, I really like that. That's the uh, that's the one that ends in the uh, (laughs) right. Wait, what is it in the snow globe? It
1: (laughs) all takes place in a snow globe. (laughs) In an autistic child's mind. (laughs) Kind of amazing.
0: Kind of amazing. Um, misunderstood at the time. (laughs) So, do you have total creative freedom? Like, does Adult Swim ever say anything to you? Um. yeah, I, for the
1: most part. I mean they're like uh they're like a collaborator yeah. and they're also real big fans of the show. Yeah. There's times when we have an episode this season that is a, a pretty big departure um c- involving our behind the scenes mm-hmm. uh characters and um you know, and Lazo said he's the he runs the network. Lazo said uh I don't I don't like I don't get this one. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't. You is know, that at script phase or goes, is that
0: at the uh, like what you actually delivered? Like the th-
1: this is at the script phase. Yeah. This is this was our shooting draft Got basically, it. and he he was like you know, uh, but you guys do what you want to do and just just you know he's basically saying like I've registered my vote as a, as one of the collaborators right you know Got and it. and we <clears> took it to heart because he's a smart dude yeah and did it anyway
0: <laughs> so w- when you. So when you, when you, when the show started and it was, it was a web series first and mm-hmm. it was, it was a little shorter, right? Also at five first, minutes,
1: about five to seven. So
0: how did it evolve in terms of like, was the goal always like, was the goal first. Like this could sustain itself as a five minute show. And then this format emerged as an opportunity. I mean, give me a sense of sort of like how you arrived at the 11 minute episode.
1: Um, you know, yeah, we know it was never a goal. Uh, it, you know, I, I, was you know ready to do another web series a season of a web the web series yeah because if you remember back then web series were this like bold new thing right <laughs> it was the cool <laughs> new thing and so i was like well who cares about tv you know like we, let's just do this right and i had no urge because i also didn't think i wasn't aware of the short format right well tenacious d had done short format. that's but they still packed two into an episode right so, I was like, this show wouldn't be sustainable for 22 minutes. Right. I, don't, I think it'd be kind of exhausting. So, no. Um, and then Adult Swim presented the short format idea. And I thought, yeah, well, actually 11 minutes
0: is probably
1: the sweet spot
0: for yeah. it. Um, so... It, it, it is interesting to see sort of like the capacity of an audience. I was just actually watching last night that they <laughs> debuted that um, Steve Carell show, Anti Tribeca. Have yeah. you heard about this one? Yeah, no,
1: I... I I've not seen it yet, but
0: it's funny. And it's like, it's definitely like in that kind of like police squad mm-hmm. vein a little bit, which I, love I loved it. back in the day. Right. Love it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that density of jokes and it is a 22 or mm-hmm. 24 minute show. And it's like, I mean, I can take it, but I don't know if like necessarily it's like most audiences cup of tea. Interesting.
1: I want to watch it. And with that in mind, yeah, you know, it's, because I really don't
0: know. Yeah. I really don't know. So, I mean, it's interesting also to see where Children's Hospital came like, out of, like, at what point in your career. Because, correct me if I'm wrong, like, you were coming off of what was a huge opportunity. So, you did The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. You had done The Daily Show. <laughs> yep. And then you had this big opportunity to have your own sitcom, right? Oh, the
1: world was my oyster.
0: This was it. <laughs> <laughs> moving to, <laughs> my, I'm moving to L.A. Oh, man. I'm working
1: with Seth MacFarlane. Oh, my God. I'm going to buy a helicopter soon.
0: It's called The Winner. What yes. could...
1: I, mean, I am the winner. <laughs> in retrospect... Terrible name, because it just it just was a softball to the critics that hated the show.
0: So, well, how many episodes did it last? Six,
1: six. Uh, we got picked up for thirteen, I believe. Didn't make it. And when you look back, it's a cha- that's, that's such a challenging show. It's yeah. a it's a multi camera sitcom format, and it's about a thirty something year old man who's best friends with an eleven year old boy. <laughs> So you know, and, the, and the, the man, the 30-something man, is, you know, he's a weirdo, right. and probably was one of those guys that if he killed somebody, everybody would be like yep. in an airplane like, "Yeah, of yep. course, oh no." <laughs>
0: Yeah, we should have seen the signs. So what was the, when you got the, new? the writing must have been on the wall for a little bit as soon as it started airing, just the reviews or whatever, or it just wasn't there. It wasn't happening. I mean, were you. It was so funny too. How do you look back on that time?
1: I I look back on it with uh, like, I guess any rejection, you know, like, uh, oh yeah, this is what happens. Oh yeah, I'm not special. Uh, Oh yeah, this is a job and you just keep doing it. And then the writer's strike hit right. and everything dried up. And then it, that was
0: terrifying. I mean, did you second guess yourself at the time being like, I left like this amazing gig? Sure, I'd been there for a while, but like, should I have just stayed in New York? And... No, no, it, I did It was time it anyway. It was time. Yeah. yeah,
1: it was definitely time. Uh, you know, The the Daily Show, I don't know how people can do it for so long. It's really exhausting. Yeah. And, it, and it also, if you do it right, it it's... You know, you. I was watching two C-SPANS at once. Once it, it was, crazy. I mean, you're yeah. just you're immersed in, oh, the the ho- horrible world of right you know, <laughs> politics and 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 new just news delivery in general, which is something I haven't watched the news
0: since then. Now I, you're wonderfully ignorant. You don't even there's no. a, there's a presidential election coming. I uh, heard you know the that? debates have been really something.
1: <laughs> not interested. Uh, I read you the paper. Yeah. I read the paper. Yeah. Skim through some of it. Uh, not interested. You have the luxury of actually going straight to the sports page if you want. I
0: either that or arts mm-hmm. and entertainment and then because circle back I'm a around if you
1: cultured uh, I know sports
0: fan. <laughs> um so okay, so this is a low point and out of that is just had Children's Hospital been an idea that had been brewing for a no. while.
1: No, it was we, I ju- I moved to LA for this show, it got canceled. I had a two-month-old, um, and you know we were living in a rental, and I, you know, LA is tough to get acclimated to, yeah. so it didn't feel like home. Um, so I, but basically, I filled my days. Unable to work with a strike, I filled my days learning to be more productive. I was productive for 8 hours a day yeah. learning to be product more productive. Right. So I was in a zone where I was like learning how to work. Right. For real because I never really learned how to work. And and then my daughter um, pulled her elbow out of her socket mm-hmm. while I was beating the shit That's out of her. Not, come on. Ron. No, I thought Ron. this is one of those points where okay, we talk real. Let's get it all now, out. What ha- <laughs> she, she had this thing, some kids get it. It's called Nursemaid's Elbow. Uh-huh. It just kind of like a ligament just gets it. It, ha- oh, it was so terrifying. It was the first time it happened. We took it to Children's Hospital at um, in LA and it was just the least funny place I've ever been. It was um, really sad.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. And somewhere on the way home, I had the idea for Shilton's Hospital. Do, you, do your kids have a, a different kind of relationship with clowns because of the character you play? Do they, When they see a clown, are they amused, horrified, indifferent?
1: Um, I think one of, one of them, uh, my oldest, doesn't like clowns because I think she – people – People like saying they don't like clowns, but really, like, get over it. You're an adult. Come on. You know, even as kids are like, oh, I don't like clowns. That's how I'm going to identify myself. Right. I'm a rebel. It's just one of the things about me. Um, There's that clown eating kid. I don't like clowns because they're annoying. (laughs) (laughs) You know, they're pretentious for the most part. That's Uh, mimes. There's a difference between a mime and a clown. There is very little difference between a mime and a true clown. Uh, so, so, but my, we well, have one of those little, not, not quite a bobblehead, you know, those things that are really popular. You get them at comic book stores, those little yes, like, I know exactly
0: what you're talking about. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: was looking around cause I was like, he's gotta have should, a couple but here. I, I know. I don't. Oh, yes. There's I a Blake Downs it. one. Oh my God. Um, not available in stores. I assume I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, but my daughter's got a hold of it somehow. Amazing. And one of the youngest calls it baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> and she drew all over it. It's very funny. And my oldest one doesn't like it. No. She's like, I just don't
0: like the way that looks. <laughs> so how, many, how much time a year is now spent on Children's Hospital for you? What's the whole the year. The whole year. Yeah, really? You're always mm-hmm. working on it in some format? Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we shoot for 30-something days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're editing. You know, we wrapped in the summer, and we're – just finishing up editing now.
0: No, I'm saying just in the middle no, of your whole year, like exactly. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: So that's so now it's, you know, January. Yeah. Uh so we wrapped in August, yeah. beginning of August. It's Jan- we're just finishing post. Yeah. Now I'm selling it. Oh, I see. You yeah. know it's always and a different phase of it. Exactly. Yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. And then we're gonna and now when we're done selling it, um we're gonna start writing in March. Wow the next season so so,
0: so you just uh, when you came in you said you you are currently balling with mr Dwayne johnson oh i'm sorry i thought you said balding yeah i'm still balding <laughs> oh i balling? Don't that sore point i know you get really touchy about it i don't get touchy at home you son of a bitch <laughs> <laughs> when did you start to lose? 18 about yeah. you don't know how did you know what question i was gonna ask Eight? come on <laughs>
1: <laughs> Super smart when it comes to ball. Was thing. that
0: was that a, was that a blow? Is that hereditary? to all the? Oh no no no
1: It's hereditary. No, there was it, the writing was on the wall from an early age. I I've, I had a lot of time to get comfortable with the idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you think, um, Do you think your 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 lack of follicles? Um, helped contributed to your persona the spate of i mean is there a corollary between um uh being a bald man and playing an asshole on screen is that is there anything to that
1: oh that's that's really interesting um i think it makes me uh somewhat it it makes me able to play characters more than than someone who's who has a a typical uh you know leading man look or head of hair um you know, so so definitely, uh, it's uh, helps me there. But I think you know to play bad guys to or to play like lovable bad guys. That that's why I play those guys is yeah. that I play them with. I have the ability to play them and still make them likable, right? Uh, to a degree, right? If if the script calls for that.
0: <laughs> um, do you have a favorite wig that you've worn over the years for nope. a role?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't enjoy them.
0: They're just, are you don't like the look of them? You don't like what it's saying I, about, like, I'm good enough as is, why do I have to wear a wig? No,
1: I don't like the feeling of <laughs> hair on my head. I haven't had hair on my forehead since I was 18. I don't, it drives me crazy. Right. I feel it in my bones. Would
0: you mind wearing this
1: wig? No, I don't want I will interview? I do mind. Okay. I'm not going to put a wig on. I don't have one, but it was yes. I'm not well, going to do it. I have one right
0: here.
1: No. Well, good. Look at the good for you. wig. It's a nice. I'm not going to do it. Okay. Well, oh, it looks that that looks I'm little, uh, and in the middle of my belly. <laughs>
0: okay Cringe. i'm gonna put it down you don't need to wear it but if you it's I here. know if you i don't need it. to wear it if you, need, if you want I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on the last man on earth uh, volleyball there you go Another quality comedy show there you go have you seen what will Forte's done to your to, to his hair no He's, oh my god you have to see this is there a new season uh it's currently going on but he um you know how he has that crazy beard yeah the show. he shaved half of his head <laughs> but all the way like beard oh. Every he's time. one of, he's the real thing. He's awesome. That dude. Um, so, uh, so Balling how. I am. <laughs> <laughs> so how are you able to squeeze in uh, ballers into this? Because that must be, that's a commitment yeah. too. How many, how, how second season yeah, you're no, in it's right now? I'm,
1: I'm there. We shoot in Miami from about the end of October to mid to the end of February-ish. Yeah. So it's a lot. Um, but I'm able to edit remotely, sure. you know? So that's, that's how I'm able to do anything else.
0: Have you have you learned any workout tips from Joanne Johnson? <laughs> have, you ever, have you ever
1: worked out with him? <laughs> no, oh, I can't think of anything worse. First of all, you got to get up at 4 a.m. It's crazy. He's a crazy man. He's a crazy person. <laughs> and I love it when you know you you check his Instagram and it's got the 4 a.m. and know. he's like oh, damn that snooze button. I'm like, come on. Not an ounce of you doesn't want to jump out of bed and lift heavy things over and over again. I don't get it. I don't know man. Maybe if 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 we did get it, we'd be a lot healthier. Yeah,
0: but I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, no, he did. I think he was he was at the Globes recently and he Instagrammed that whole night and it was like yeah. he's at the Globes yep. and then he like Instagrams he's you know, he's got his private plane fleet, I'm sure, leaving. Yeah. Oh he mid- must because he
1: had a seven AM call the
0: next day. But he did his workout at like four AM. He's been the whole thing.
1: Sure did. Fresh as a daisy the next day. It smells great. He's got a new kid too. He's got a like a one month old. He's, he's the best. It'd be bad. He's one of the. He's. It's very inspiring to me. I'm never going to do any of that, <laughs> but he's very. His ethic and just the way he yeah. is 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 is. He and um, Henry Winkler are two of the people. Some more physique. Some I, have more... The, <laughs> I have the pleasure to have to spend time with that. Uh, I are real good human beings.
0: Do you? You, Everybody else is a jerk. Yeah, no, I was going to segue into yeah, that. Right. This will connect. Um, do you blame former podcast guest Adam Scott for the financial failure of Hot Tub Time Machine 2? <laughs> I mean, let's, yes. let's let's face facts. Let's
1: get down to it. Well, let's, just, so be, let's just be
0: real for a second because- I'm so glad. M- most of the cast returned, including yourself, mm-hmm. first film, huge financial success, yep. beloved. Second film, a little less so. Yeah. Main difference. Mm.
1: Hmm. hmm Huh? One difference that I but, can tell. I'm just thinking. I yeah. Look at the IMDb. Yeah. Um, huh? Yeah. Boy, you'd think that this the boyish <laughs> good looks uh, and a delivery, but no. No, not no. Much. People were like, no, we like on this movie, we like weird looking, weird looking idiots. Not you, pretty boy. <laughs> yeah. Poor Adam Scott. Poor Adam Scott. Poor <laughs> Adam Scott. He got dragged into a, a, <laughs> you know, a, a real sinking ship. I didn't
0: think the movie was horrible.
1: I it was loved fun. it. Yeah. I thought it was really good. Um I do. I I I think it's really good
0: and I think Adam's really good at it. But it's strange because it's like it's on the terms of those of the that kind of a movie, what else did you expect? You know what I mean? It felt like the yeah. audience turned on it, it was, when you delivered this was, is what this is what we do. Yeah,
1: it's a big it was a big wake-up call for me. In a lot of ways too because people don't go see movies like that in the theater anymore. Right. They don't do it. Uh, so what are we doing? What are we making them for? <laughs> like when I realized that, I emailed the Paramount and and MGM execs and I was like, pull it. Pull it out of the theaters right now <laughs> and with your middle fingers raised to the world, put it on Put it, give it to them, deliver it out right. through the channels where it's actually going to succeed yeah. as a bellwether moment. And they were like, uh, yeah, we're considering an earlier uh, uh, straight to video. Uh, and I'm like, oh, ah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm, I said middle fingers, not scared what's happening to my world.
0: <laughs> we're moving up the video uh, VOD day like three days as a fuck exactly. you exactly <laughs> yeah
1: boy you got them um, um, but that's the way i watch comedies like that yeah you know there's, yeah. there's no i mean and you're gonna you're going for big spectacles to the theater theaters you're going for like these oscar movies that you could easily watch at home but yeah. that's what you go to the theater for and sometimes you know the comedies that do well in the in the movie theaters are, are the comedies like um like train wreck which is hilarious Absolutely. and a big, that's a big movie. Yeah. It, you know, Amy Schumer's a shooting star, and Judd Apatow, and yeah. that works. Yeah. But, you know, Hot Tub Time Machine 2 starring uh, these no no star, no one with foreign uh, bankability. <laughs> right. And, um, you know, and the lack of John Cusack is a, like kind of a
0: what right. to people? <laughs> right. Why, 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 why'd you do that? Um, Yeah, that was an enjoyable part of the press store. I was asking, answering that question, I'm sure. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Well, luckily when they were like, here's here's what's going on with Cusack, I was like, don't tell me. I don't want to have to lie. I don't want to know anything. I just...
0: He's not going to be in it. Yeah, you deal with the <laughs> politics of it. I once pissed off John Cusack. I'll say it if you if, oh, really if you don't have a story uh, or don't have one you want to tell. Um, yeah, it was it was the junket for 2012, the Roland mm-hmm. Emmerich film, mm-hmm. and at the time, can't wait. <laughs> it's not even that bad, but like at the time, they were promoting "Say Anything," a new like. 15th or 20th anniversary dvd release uh-huh. and there were all these uh, from the video company they had these like um uh cardboard cutouts of the um boombox the boombox sure box. so i brought oh, no. so i brought one in and it was him and amanda pete the lovely amanda pete and i was like what does this make you feel when i when i raise this over my head and he just immediately like oh, yeah. like went off on me and was oh, like boy. please don't do that what are you doing what are you doing oh, and i'm boy. like say anything you still you love to say i'm i just trying to celebrate your movie a great uh, cameron crowe movie you should love
1: yeah he's he's a complicated dude not comfortable in like the junket situation either i found I, i i felt like i had to
0: were not you not all take groups, care so you of you were him all kind he, of like for that first movie. You were all in that same. Yeah, we were genre, all in so, the yeah. same
1: thing together. They put us all together, yeah. and and I I felt like well I've got to really drive this because John is is uncomfortable. Yeah, you know he's a, he's a real he's an artist. You know yeah. he's he's one of those dudes, and he's not um, comfortable selling. And also with comedy, he's not like he's better at the other stuff. And yeah. I think he'd be the first one to say it.
0: Yeah, Yeah, yeah. So when you look at um, the oeuvre, the filmography specifically, the films, are you generally mm-hmm. happy with the kind of stuff that you, the opportunities you've had? Has it been a struggle to sort of get like the bigger parts that you wanted? I mean, did you have aspirations of things that just haven't come your way? I and mean, give me a sense of sort of where your head's at in terms of the film st- film side of yeah, things. Yeah. Um,
1: well, I don't. I think I'm. I should be more thought out on it than I am because mm-hmm. I hear it's important to have goals <laughs> uh, and work towards them. But um, I. I just recently thought well I'm uh, in my mid 40s now and I don't I might not be perceiving myself as others perceive me so you know i I my job now is to really get a clear perception of who I am and what I do and what what would people want to see me do in whatever type right. of media. So, I don't really but no, I've never been like, "Oh, I missed out on that one." Yeah. You know, like um yeah, I I've, I've always been pretty good with rejection and you know, the one thing, it's usually something like this. 40-year-old virgin. Mm-hmm. Um I was up for a role and and that was the first one, right? right. That right. was like the juggernaut. Yeah. When you, if you think about it, I, what if I had gotten in that and I was part of that right. gang and right. I was, you know, <laughs> buying houses for fun? But you know, um, uh, Jane Lynch was cast in the role that I was up for, oh, and I was no. like, well, okay, uh, that's a white woman uh, who is tall and <laughs> right. different than me. You right. know, it's like the, you can't. You have to force yourself to feel rejected. Yeah, yeah. So I don't. I don't ever have any like mm, the one that got away. But there are
0: definitely things I want to do. Yeah. Such um, as like what? What's on the list? What kind of stuff are you trying to um, steer yourself towards?
1: And I say this. I, no, I could. I would be happy playing that shades of of that lovable asshole forever. Sure. Um, I uh, I would like to do. I think I'd be good at doing action movies and and i think and but then i realized like well then you have to how do you prove that you've got to do it yourself just right. like children's Hot. Ha- like, oh, you like yeah you gotta go write it write it right what what do you think you're good at what you know those are hard yeah you know are you talking about draw? are you talking about the funny action movie? so there's a lot to think about there but i really would love to shoot a gun at something <laughs> Someone and get shot at and dive out of the way and no karate.
0: i there know was, karate you, you didn't do any karate in and w as i recall which is the, the, one of those things all all, that got cut out <laughs> that's one of those things on the resume that i've always been fascinated by <laughs> it's a hiccup wait right? it's weird well i'm also fascinated by uh, that oliver stone mm-hmm. just is fascinating a, a fascinating guy i've talked about this on the podcast many times but one of my favorite uh, plane stories ever is i sat next to him on a Ooh. flight from new york to la wow. and we watched new year's eve together on the um, on the monitor and it was just commentary between myself and Oliver talking about a Gary Marshall movie. Wow, it was that amazing. is fascinating. It Doesn't was, do that it justice. Was amazing, but I'm sure your experience similarly was interesting. I mean, wh- what do you recall from that experience that w- pops to mind? He's first? very. He
1: was very mellow. Yeah, um, which I wasn't ready for.
0: <laughs> you were ready for <ever> combative. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. To rain you out. No, like, there was
1: nothing like that at all. Uh, he and. I learned on that movie not to over prepare for a role. I mm-hmm. actually spoke to Ari Fleischer a couple times on the phone, which yeah. is completely unnecessary. <laughs> Josh Brolin asked me why um, and I could, I didn't Brolin have is- an I didn't have an answer for him and why would you do that I was looking I was studying him and I really had Ari Fleischer down yeah and my first scene I shot it and doing my a crack imitation of Ari Fleischer and and Oliver came up and he was like, Rob, no, he's more like, he's not like that. He's more like this. And I was like,
0: okay. And it's all out the window. Right. Everything <laughs> I did is out the window. Like, that's more authentic, but, oh, I have to serve what you want for the story. Exactly. <laughs> and
1: so i that's something to learn and to really, and it's also, you. It, it's. It, I found it very freeing yeah. in a way, you know, like, yeah, okay. Just tell me what I'm doing wrong right. and then I'll do it better in the next take. Like it's supposed to happen.
0: Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, what about Michael Bay? How was the Michael that, Bay experience? Now that was an experience. <laughs> he lives up to the oh yeah. everything, right? Oh my god, yeah. If you haven't been yelled at on a Michael Bay set, you're not you're doing something <laughs> yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know
1: what I love about him though, is that he there's no sometimes a director will give you a note and they're like i don't know uh like what do you think a little bit more energy or and i'm like just tell me exactly right. what you think i'm an adult yeah and he'll be like i messed up a take there's like six cameras on me um and i it's a walking thing and i'm talking to somebody in the pool and doing this and it's a really intricate shot and i mess it up and he goes um, all right rob uh go back to one uh uh, what happened there is that you uh, you threw a little ad-lib in, you tried to get fucking cute, and you ruined the take. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Maybe you need to be so literal about it. No, nope, like... I love it. I, I appreciate it. He would say things like, I have a list written down of of quotes, Michael Bay quotes. Um, you know, one of them is like, um, uh, get out of my way, I don't want to have to yell through you. Um, don't, uh, what do you say? He goes, if that camera's not here in two seconds, we're shooting without it. <laughs> My favorite is, he could do that. I don't give know how, me, but he, could, I, do he it. could do it. Give me something to wipe the air with. <laughs> like he's, that's kind of a God comp. Like I can wipe the air. I just need a tool and you're not giving it to me. Um, he's fat. You know what I like about him is that. He uh, is the hardest working person on that set. Oh, yeah. And I found that kind of cool. Like I was ready to go every day. Like, (laughs) and everybody wanted to make him happy, including myself. And, you know, but uh, he goes, one night I had to make a plane. I had to get out of there. I had to shoot something the next day. And it's everybody's freaking out on the set and it's getting dark and they're not shooting my scene. And finally we get to it and we got to do it. And he's like. We set up the lighting and I'm there and it's dark and there's, it's like literally spotlights on me. And the, I see just the shadows of the crew and I can see what looks like Michael Bay. And he's like, nah, nah, I don't know. We, I think we got to reset the, all of this has got to be set. And then I'd miss my flight and I'd lose a job. And, and he, and, and somebody was like, <laughs> and he's like, what? What? Cordry. And I'm sitting there in the spotlight. You got someplace else you need to be? You'd rather be somewhere else right now? And I just kind of was like, the whole crew is staring at me like, like I'm the kid that got caught and daddy's angry.
0: (laughs) Don't make him angry.
1: And I I just smiled and I went, no man, (laughs) no, let's do this. I'm doing this right now. And, uh, And he just kind of smiled and, He shot this. He shot it. He was just kind of giving me shit. He's "Man, he let me go. I I made it. (laughs) He's amazing.
0: Uh, Have you ever been up for a superhero movie?
1: Oh, no. That's another thing that I would like to do. I don't know if I could, if there's one left that I could play. I'm 45. (laughs) You know? So it's most likely going to be a villain, which I'm completely happy with. Yeah. Yeah. you know, I just have to. I ha, yeah, we gotta. Me and Hollywood have really got to sit down and talk
0: I about it. Yeah. Um, do you? I mean, do you have time to kind of generate your own material outside of Children's Hospital? I mean, do you have other ideas for like stuff, self starting kind of like I scripts do. or whatever?
1: Yeah, I do. I uh, but um, and I have time. It's just that when I'm not working, it's really. I find it very hard to do another thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. these days, especially in, in, when I'm in Miami, yeah. I have. I have days off where I could just be spending the whole day writing, right? And I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how, do you, how do you like Miami? I've never been.
1: It's um, well, it's challenging for me because, like I said, I'm a 45 year old man. <laughs> there's not a lot there for me, but that's my fault. I I, I definitely try and seek it out. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like a foreign city. It really is. Yeah. It's like a foreign city in our country. And, and it's fascinating to me that way. I still don't think I found my Miami. And even <laughs> if it exists, but I'm, I don't fault Miami for it. Miami percent? airport, I hate.
0: What's wrong with that? It sucks. What is this? What, they lack no, the, we don't want to get the food options no, that a, you desire. What are you? You're very particular. The person, the people they know. that designed that <laughs> airport.
1: This is a separate podcast. This is about airport design. You want to wear the? Wig? <laughs> I you should wear, wear the wig. wig for this. Wow.
0: Um, so what's the next? So finishing ballers, mm-hmm. helping launch season seven, Jones yeah. Hospital. Yeah. Any other gigs we should know? Why? Not? I don't know. What do yeah. you got? Let's do it. Um, Let's do
1: it. You got a, another? So we're another not offensive? Another <laughs> you got another offensive? Uh,
0: do you have a good barometer for that? You were saying earlier, maybe you don't. Like, no, do, I don't you, know do you if I do. Who? Does, I don't think I do. Does anybody? Because I think anything can be
1: funny. You know, I stand and, by.
0: I think the sketch is still funny. I, by the way, yeah. It's just,
1: I think anything can be funny, and I I hate that. I hate that something so general as me carrying a gun yeah. is can be that like people in positions of power are afraid that that's going to be controversial. That kills me. Yeah. Because um, I have no gauge for that. Right. No. 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 None. Yeah. Um, and well, it, it's not gotten me in trouble yet. But it's gotten me like yelled at on Twitter.
0: Um, so But you're very popular on social media. You've got over you've got millions. You've got at least a million people. It's undeserved. I I don't I don't I don't
1: I don't have a relationship with my social media anymore. I'm still- You were an early adopter. I was an early adopter and now I'm just kind of sick of it and I'm trying <laughs> to find my new- There's a new app out right now that's yeah. the one that I'm BJ Novak. Yeah, yeah. The List app, right? The List app. Yeah, I have it Everyone that. says it's great. I, I love it. it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, even that though, I've let slide in the last month or so. Right. And I'm like, well, what is it? Why aren't I- Because I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, but, Snapchatting. People love the Snapchat. I heart. I don't even know what it is i don't understand
0: that either i don't I know what
1: it is i don't
0: know um periscope is a thing i guess i don't know uh, I look where where we are mtv i'm supposed to be up on this stuff and i'm so not no i i aol chat rooms <laughs> That's your bread and butter. butter. yeah yeah <laughs> are they you don't want to be in the ones that still exist probably at this wow. point no i'm sure they don't it's probably the same people <laughs> i probably recognize where'd them. you all go hey, Hello? it's you it's you <laughs> the alcoholic who hates me <laughs> um i'll see you in the chat room rob see you in the chat room (laughs) there's a lot of metaphor literally no i'll see you in the chat room (laughs) see you at comic-con um it's always a tradition it's always fun to see you there and uh we'll do something else silly and fun here that hopefully will not be rejected by the powers that be damn the man it's hard to tell
1: (laughs) that's your job good luck i'll do it whatever you got i'll do it all right sounds
0: good congrats on the new season thank you very much thanks for having me of course Hey everybody, it's Paul Shear. What? I have a podcast with June Diane Rayfield and Jason Manzucas. This kid's story is bonkers. Did... We watch the worst movies ever made.
1: It's baffling! Oh no. And it could not have gotten it more wrong.
0: And then we try to figure out how did this get made?
1: I felt sick. I felt really <laughs> upset. What
0: Boom!
1: Now what exactly is a Street Fighter? <laughs>
0: Listen to How Did This Get Made on Earwolf or your favorite podcast app. We would love it if you did.
1: This has been a Wolfpop production. Executive produced by Paul Shear, Adam Sachs, Chris Bannon, and Matt Gourley. For more information and content, visit wolfpop.com.